This is The Social Geek Radio Network. Geeks, and welcome to the Social Geek Podcast. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliare. Today, we're exploring how adopting a positive mindset can impact your career and professional development. Our Social Geek rock stars today, Derek Abelman of Northeast Color, Allie Kraus of Benetrans, and special guest, Larissa Walega of Zbart International. Today's episode is brought to you by Citrin Cooperman, Northeast Color, and the panel is next after a quick note from Answer Connect. How can you unlock millions in annual revenue? Don't miss out on 30% of your phone calls. At Answer Connect, they've got the solution for franchisors, franchisees, suppliers, and brokers. If you can't answer your calls, Answer Connect can. Reclaim your revenue today. If you think this would help, call my good friend Karen Booz at 888 888- 8222034 that's 8882220034 and we're back with our rock star panel today northeast colors Derek Abelman how you doing brother well how are you jack i am terrific and ali kraus of benetrends good to see you again my friend oh jack monson and our special guest today is Larissa Walega, Chief Growth Officer of Zbart International. Hey, Larissa, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I got to say, first of all, that is my new favorite title in franchising and anywhere else, Chief Growth Officer. Tell us a little bit about what all goes into being a Chief Growth Officer. Absolutely. Well, We, uh, new position, new C-suite position to the company along with the chief operating officer. So you can imagine that basically, you know, between the two of us, we're thinking about growth and we're thinking about making sure that it happens, right? So my primary responsibilities um, today are to think about growth specifically from our brand and then from a franchise development standpoint. But I also help to lead strategic planning every year um, and also seem to have been, even before this position several years ago, the catalyst for driving a customer-centered culture here at ZBART. And I like that you said today, meaning that in 2025, 2026, all of this might look different. And I think that's something that some of our friends may have gotten away from in the Mm -hmm. past few years, that everything's changing rapidly right now. And um, and any brand that is not thinking about growth, whether that's on the marketing and consumer side or the friend dev side, that's really where where we need to focus. And, And that's why we wanted to chat today about growth, growing your your mindset, growing your professional development and um, and and really growing you personally and growing your brand a bit. How do you shift into that growth mindset? If you if you suddenly say it's January, I want to change how I'm looking at things. I really want to change my mindset and and really focus on growth this year. 
how do you get into that mode? I think it's first establishing, right? Like what is a growth mindset? I think when we think about that, it's about changing the way that you perceive challenges, setbacks, and even your own abilities, right? It's thinking through, okay, I know I need to think a little bit differently. And so, I mean, I thought about this a lot. There's multiple things that I do, but I would say, you know, the top three, one is to remind myself that the challenges that we have, whether you can use this personally too, personally or professionally, are opportunities for growth, right? If you don't put that mindset into your own brain, you're probably not going to move forward. And so, you know, when we think about that and how we look at those challenges as opportunities, I often think about thinking about learning, right? Where are there places that I need to grow, that I need to educate myself more? And I know we're going to get into the how and the why, so I'll save that for later. But I'm always thinking about when we have challenges or weaknesses, as we say, opportunities for growth within our company, where are the places that we need to focus? It's oftentimes first, it's a lack of understanding, which you know is beneficial to gaining more education. So for me, it's starting there. And then from there, it's kind of realizing and talking to yourself a lot, which as we say, sometimes those are the greatest conversations, but <laughs> reminding myself to be positive that even though there are challenges and setbacks, again, within the company, and you can use this personally, professionally, you know, both, be, be okay, be good to yourself, like say good things to yourself, like challenge and reframe those challenges to you know, drive those negative thoughts out. And that too lends down to your team and to your company. So I would say those are the two places that I really start um, in terms of how to challenge and to create that growth mindset. Allie, do you have anything to add there as far as how you get yourself into that growth mode these days? I think shifting into it starts with recognizing your triggers, right? So identifying situations and for me specifically in marketing situations where your company or your brand might have a fixed mindset already and you have to put yourself in the position of recognizing where you can come into fix change or enhance that puzzle right so i think especially like i often see these emerging brands come out with these crazy new ideas and these ceos that are like off the ledge but like in a positive way, right? They have this open mindset, this growth mindset of, I wanna grow, I wanna franchise, I wanna change. And I think especially when you're with brands that have been around 20, 30, 43 years, like Benetrends, for example, is there's an opportunity to bring in fresh eyes and new people that have a growth mindset that can help support a team that maybe has been there a really long time. And I think that's a huge opportunity when hiring, finding new people to be part of your team is trying to bring in people that recognize that change can be good. And if you're one of those people that get really stuck there, I think the first step is recognizing those triggers and, and saying like, wait, just because I've done it this way for X amount of years, or just because you expect me to show up and stand in my booth with my 10 by 10 backdrop, like recognizing that there's other ways and there's other opportunities to change and grow. And it, it, takes it from your company down to a personal level too, which I could go on about personal branding for hours. You know that Jack, but, um, <laughs> but for me, I definitely think it starts with the triggers and, and being open to change and awareness of them. It sounds like you're talking about focusing on 
the the areas where you can grow and and maybe not trying to grow in a thousand different areas at once is that is that accurate yeah, I mean, and for me, like, if you have a team that you work really closely with and you're not operating in silos, like, I love that we just went from, like, kind of talking about, like, what, Larissa, your new position is and how you work and how you guys also brought in a, a new head of operations, like, to not operate in those silos and to have the different departments that really talk together is a huge key in leadership, right? Because if you have a fixed mindset and one of your departments isn't feeling the same way or doesn't experience things the same at your company, then how can you bring that team in and and work together to recognize these very stale moments of things that you've done one way and one of my biggest pet peeves is hearing well that's how we've always done it oh yeah i mean yeah. like we we could go off about that too right <laughs> when you have a team or a person or a group that has that mindset of well this is how we've always done it that's not a growth mindset. That's not going to impact career advancement. That's not going to impact growth at your company. And, and for me, I think, I don't want to change the question too much, but some of this will go back to the influence on mental health too, right? Because that, that balance between striving for growth and maintaining mental wellness is so important. And if you don't find that balance on your own team for your own personal growth, for you're not going to find it for the big picture, which is really the end goal of what we're all trying to do. And I think with the, the epidemic of mental health problems that the world is facing right now, maybe, maybe that's where some of this is starting. It's, it's a lack of growth and it's a lack of, of people saying, I want to shift into growing myself and my business and all of that sort of thing. And, and if you don't have that sort of motor behind your, your professional development and even your personal development, then, you know, we kind of see where that road goes, Derek. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm so glad to hear all of what you guys are talking about because this, that's, that's where my head's at too. I mean, we tend to think of growth as a, as like an outward expansion, right? Like the trunk, branches and foliage that that we show the world reach up and out but but I'm curious about the roots you know the motives behind our actions why do we do what we do whether it's in the company or within our own profession and so as I start this year and you know in my personal life and in my my work life you know I'm thinking a lot about you know where am I going where have I been at a personal level how that work affects my relationships and my quality of life and and, you know, not not to be too big picture, but like the use of my time on Earth, right? Like, what are, what are we really doing here? And, and I feel like that kind of a question, those root questions about like, how are we grounded? Because just as the tree reaches up, it, it's, it's so two courses down. And so that I, I think those are fundamental questions that determine not only the actions that we take, but how we perceive our success, how we can say this this growth doesn't have to be 10x right? If it's the wrong growth, right? The right growth at a quarter of that pace or speed or even reach might be more valuable. So I, I really love everything I'm hearing. I think it's, it's such a healthy place to, to, to view your actions from and in, in, in your work. Let's talk about the how and the why and the where and the when. Um, we'll, we'll get into some events and some places where we can go to helpfully grow professionally. But um, when it comes to what you're doing on a, on a regular basis, does anybody have 
some places where they where they go to sort of work their brain out or 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 fill their cup fill their mind with things that are going to help them grow anything you're reading watching listening to that that sort of thing larissa anything on your calendar these days that really help you grow that mindset it's funny you mentioned calendar because that's what i use to do it i am intentional about growth mindset and about growth so much so that i block it out on my calendar and i'm pretty religious about not deleting it i try i would say nine times out of ten i do not um because it is important i think you know, the position and the responsibility that I have to the company, to my, you know, leadership in franchising as a whole too, that if I don't take the time to do that, I'm not, I'm not lending to that value. I'm not creating value in the, in the position that I have. So I'm very intentional about using my calendar to do it. Um, and I just plan out my life in general. So that's how it goes these days. But I would say a little bit too of the how or where that I I would say number one right now is the people that I engage with and the people that I surround myself with. Um, I think that that's a huge, important strategy to growth mindset is, you know, who are the people that you're letting into your mind and to your heart? And if they don't satisfy both of those places, I'm not sure that they're the right people that should be there. So I'm very intentional, kind of the same thing that Derek said too, these days about who I let into those places and who I don't. And both personally and professionally. And when it comes to the professional side, you know, I I seek out those places um, and I try to change them up every now and again, too, because, again, like we said, change or die. Right. If you don't, you know, have different voices that are speaking to you in that way, you won't grow as well. So I would say the people that surround me and just being intentional about my time. I think that's probably the smartest place to start where. You know, we are the sum of the five closest people that surround us every day and um, take a look at those people and think, are they helping us grow or are they taking away from that growth? And and I think that's that's a really great place to start. Uh, Allie, Derek, any places that 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 you're going these days or things that you're consuming these days that are helping that mindset? Allie, we'll start with you. Yeah, Social Geek Radio. Oh, love it. Thank you. <laughs> Well, especially when I'm driving, I've changed <laughs> from listening to uh, the radio to podcasts and books, audiobooks. And I think for me, I found listening to books about leadership, which can be dreadfully boring in my very personal opinion. I can't sit down with any free time, which I don't have to begin with and read a book about leadership as I'm putting myself to bed. Right. So I, I really found new recent joy in listening to someone talk through a book, um, while I drive, especially now that I have an office that's about two and a half hours away. Even if I do that once a month, that's almost, that's almost a book a month that yeah, I'm getting right. on that one trip now. So I've, I've, kind of challenged myself to know you don't, you can't listen to the radio. Now, if you're on a long trip, this is what's going to make you better. And I think adopting to a learning attitude is exactly how we shift into a growth mindset is if you don't have that drive to learn, then you're missing out on the importance of your continuous learning, especially in a field like marketing, where there's trends that are coming and going and changing all the time, if you don't have an openness to have a learning attitude and find joy in learning at some part of your day-to-day -day life, 
you're never going to get better and, and you're not going to adapt to this fast paced industry that we're all working in. So I think it's really important to acknowledge how important it is for yourself to do that. And for me, on top of that, not everything is about Benetrans and that's okay. Like to have not just hobbies, but other things you do. Like for me, it's the women's franchise committee. Like I have meetings that I'm on during the day. It's part of IFA. That's important to me. It's cool for Benetrends, but when it comes down to it, like those, those opportunities of learning and networking and sharing, and that's all growth that's personal. And that's, that's my mindset of, I'm going to get better, which in turn makes my company better because I'm doing these things that are important to me as a professional to grow. So I think everybody needs to find that balance of, is it books on tape? Is it listening to social geek radio? Is it getting active in a, in a local leaders group or a mentoring program or a committee through the IFA? There's, there's massive opportunities there. If it's something that drives you. And for me, it's the center of my core because it keeps me who I am and not so submerged in work, work, work all the time, which I think is a really healthy balance um, for, for anyone. I'm glad you mentioned that it's good for the company too, because as I look at the small team that, that I work with, if those folks aren't doing something to develop themselves, then I think I'm doing something wrong or, <laughs> or not providing the time or resources for people to even even if it is podcasts or hopefully with some of my folks, it's getting involved in things like committees with the IFA or other organizations, because that does help the company, mm -hmm. even though it might, there's a lot of CEOs out there that think, oh, they're just looking for another job. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> whatever. But, uh, but I, I really think the, the true leaders today are enabling people to grow Maybe it is just personal. Maybe it is something they, they need to work out in their head, but that's going to make them way more productive and creative and everything else with the work that they do with you every day. Derek? Yeah, I mean, so what both you and Allie are talking about reminds me of something I picked up in my 20s and has had a profound effect on how I've lived the rest of my life. And it's this concept of um, rhizomatic learning. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. Um, uh, a rhizome is a type of root, on, uh, which is different from the root of a tree like we were just talking about, which is like an arboreal root where the root structure is a mirror image of the um, branch and leaf, right? So it's a, it's a mirror. A rhizome, which would be like ginger or bamboo or anything like that, don't grow down, they grow laterally. Mm. They're extremely invasive. They cannot be stopped because they're not trying to go super deep. Once they're deep enough, they just move laterally and they can't be stopped. In fact, they will extend so far that older parts can die off and new parts can continue growing. And so this actually inspired an entire school of learning that is sort of like the associative intelligence that I think Steve Jobs talks about. And this was introduced to me in college. It's part of this like French literary theory class that I was taking. And it profoundly affected the way that I look at my time and look at my learning. Everything can teach me. Anything can be an opportunity for me to learn or grow. As long as I continue moving forward, I can, I can see value in something. And if I have the humility to, to understand that I don't, I don't have to be the expert of it, I'm not like hierarchical, right? It, it, it requires humility to rhizomatically learn because, because in the rhizome, the community is the curriculum. 
the people around you, those five people, whatever the industry is, wherever you are, those are your teachers. And so it's, it's really been, I think, whatever development I've gotten out of it professionally or personally, it's allowed me to appreciate others in a way that, that if I were too obsessed with my job title or what I already know, I never would have been able to do. Back in a moment after this word from Northeast Color. Northeast Color produces branded interior decor and custom signage solutions for the franchise industry with a special focus on value engineering. They work with franchisors to re-engineer their existing signage packages to lower costs on materials, shipping, and installation, all while maintaining the integrity of their client's brand. In short, Northeast Color literally makes things better. Learn more now at northeastcolor.com. I think a big area that we're all going to be able to expand our root base a bit is coming up with the IFA convention in just about a month. Um, Larissa, I know you're very active in the IFA as everyone on this podcast is today. Um, tell us a bit about what's going on with the women's franchise committee and your new role within the WFC. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the women's franchise committee, uh, annually puts on the annual leadership conference, which we have, um, dubbed the premier event of IFA's convention always sold out, um, great speakers, uh, different, many different speakers this year than we've ever had, um, and more speaking opportunities. Um, we're excited for not only the leadership panel that Allie is leading this year, very excited for that, um, but also excited to um, walk through our case study. That's always one of the great aspects of the annual leadership conference where we highlight a brand. And of course, I'm not going to tell you who it is right now, but yeah, that's a big we, secret, right? We, we, we can't a, talk about that here. Ooh, can't talk about <laughs> that here. All we can do is say it's super fun to kind of walk through a challenge that a brand had. And then as a group, a small group, and then come together as a group and discuss those challenges and how, you know, you might've faced them as that, you know, brand's board of directors, if you will. So really excited about that part. And then also very excited to announce our Crystal Compass Award winner, who will also be speaking for a little bit this year too. So just, you know, everybody who's there, we're super excited to, you know, make sure that they have an opportunity to share their story because that's what this whole conference is all about. And so super excited for that. Um, with regards to roles, um, I'm very excited to become the chair of the Women's Franchise Committee after the conference. Um, Robin Gagnon is our current chair. She, oh, I mean, if you don't know Robin, I don't know. Like, who are you nature, franchising? Robin like, I don't right. know. Yeah. <laughs> so she's amazing. Yeah, she's terrific. Um, we've learned so much from her. So just excited to take the torch and run with it. Um, also super excited to take that torch with our new vice chair, which is Allie. Yay! Congratulations, Allie. Breaking the news public. <laughs> you heard it here first. Right, right. That's what we do. Congratulations, <laughs> Allie. So, so you'll be the vice chair coming up for a year, 
after after the convention. No, two years. Two years. Two year term. terms. You guys, you guys really have this this We uh, work hard this, for the money. No you, money. Well, you but. do. And and you really have this committee <laughs> down. Like like people are excited and involved and engaged. You know, there's a lot of committees. I won't name any <clears throat> while we're recording, but um there are a lot of committees and a lot of associations that it's just kind of a nice thing on your resume and you show up to a meeting once a year and you do a few things you guys are are very involved and and that's why i wanted to talk a little bit about that on this growth mindset and professional development podcast because the the thing anytime i've been involved in your committee or gone to any of the meetings or any of these events the the thing that always stands out to me is you know it's going to be a saturday afternoon in Phoenix, Arizona. And for someone like me from Chicago, the last thing a lot of people would want to do is go to a conference center meeting room for a couple of hours or four hours or however long the event's going to be. And But the, the thing is, the people who do go to those events are serious people about developing professionally, growing their own mindsets, growing their businesses, growing their careers. You know, they're not off doing something else in sunny Phoenix, Arizona on a Saturday afternoon. So, <laughs> so if, getting back to what Larissa said earlier, if you want to be surrounded by the right people, whether it's five or 10 or 15 or 50, um, this is absolutely a place to be. Do we still have some seats available for the ALC right now? We do, but we are 20% ahead of registration already wow. this year. So wow. I'm just saying, if you're <laughs> listening right now, you're going to want to register because it's going to sell out. Right. And you can do that right now at franchise.org and go to the IFA convention page to register there. So, well, we will see you at the ALC and the IFA in just about four weeks. Allie, congratulations once again on being named vice chair for the Women's Franchise Committee. That's fantastic. And before we go, does anybody have anything else you wanted to throw in as far as um, maybe how you get others to be excited about starting their own growth or, or anything else like that? I think it's intentional as well. I think it's it's coaching, right? We oftentimes, you know, move people into a leadership role or responsible for other people, forgetting that you need to be intentional about that coaching too, and coaching into a growth mindset as well. And so I think, you know, thinking about that with the people around you, whether they report to you or not, it doesn't really matter. If you're in a leadership role at this point, it has to be intentional about co coaching through, again, the who, what, where, when, why of what a growth mindset is, so that, as we said, you're surrounded by those people that will also do that. Excellent. Allie, any any parting thoughts on mindset and, and professional growth? I think staying on the topic of how we manage our teams too, putting the extra work in, it's common commonly said, but putting the extra work in up front is going to pay off in the end. So I think about mentors in franchising specifically that I had along the way as a late in my career, career changer. And I think about the amount of times that I was told 
hey, you should join this webinar. And hey, have you thought about getting your CFE? And hey, there's this really cool award, like let's nominate people you know. And I think by people giving me the opportunities and the time is what has made me so much of who I am today. And so I think putting the time into the people on your team, you have to step away from the things that I'm doing air quotes, you can't see it on the podcast, but but that matter. But what actually matters is your people. And so the mindset of being open and giving the time to lead versus manage versus invest, I think you have to really consider who you are as a person and how you want your team to end up. Yeah, I would I would agree with all of that. And, you know, on on both Ali and Larissa's points, when I was coming up, one of the most profound things I was taught by a mentor is that you aren't competing against anyone else, that that this, no matter what, at the end of the day, it's you trying to be better than who you used to be, right? That's that's growth. That's the mindset. And it reminds me about how I think it was like seven years ago, Nike did this um, immersive installation in downtown Manila where they took over an entire city block with a 200 meter running track, which was shaped in a figure eight, like an infinity sign. And this running track, which they called the unlimited stadium, was lined with a wall of interactive LED screens that responded to these special sensors in the runner's shoes. This is where it gets crazy, right? So after running your initial lap, on the second lap, the runner was joined by a mirror avatar, a physical reflection of the runner, which then ran alongside them on the continuous LED screens, racing the runner at a pace that had been established in the initial lap. If you can outrun this avatar, then it runs the next lap at your new best time. So, it, and as it does this, it becomes visually larger, the faster and the further you run. It's so crazy. Up to 30, 30 different runners can run at this at a single time. You should Google this because it looks amazing. There's no way I can describe how cool it looks. But as we go into this next year, I feel that if I can concentrate on the relationship between myself and that type of mirror and center my effort on that infinite striving to match or better my best performance in the field, then the rest will naturally follow. Before we go, a quick word from Citroen Cooperman. Citroen Cooperman is proud to be the home of one of the leading franchising practices in the country. With over 40 years of franchise experience, Citroen Cooperman provides a full range of services to a vast number of franchise concepts. They work with the owners, operators, controllers, and CFOs of a wide range of franchisors and multi-unit franchisees to help them establish their brands and grow their businesses to the next level. The Citroen Cooperman Franchise Practice is comprised of experienced CFE-accredited professionals, providing franchisors and multi-unit franchisees the guidance and insight they need to minimize uncertainty, meet compliance and contractual obligations, and stay focused on building their businesses. For more information, please contact Aaron Chaitovsky and Michael Iannuzzi at CitroenCooperman.com.
And thank you for listening and staying connected on the Social Geek Radio Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.